Hey everybody, welcome back to Gone Outdoor Radio. It's our special deer opener edition. And, you know, we, we do have to say that is for Minnesota because North Dakota doesn't open till next week. But maybe you're listening to the podcast. And uh, just kind of a spoiler alert, we will have a little bit more deer content next weekend too. So uh, make sure you tune in for that. You're listening to Kello News Talk in KWSN in Sioux Falls and Camp Joe, the Mighty 790 in Fargo. We really appreciate you sticking around with us today. Uh, we're going to head down southern Minnesota in this segment, chat with Ryan Holt, third generation meat butcher. Although he is not currently a full-time butcher, he still does a lot of stuff in the butcher shop. How are you doing, Ryan? Pretty good. How about you guys? Doing very, very well. It's deer season, man. It's How could we not season. be better? Yep, it's a busy time of year for the outdoorsmen now. For most hunters, just getting in the outdoors is a win. You know, that's why we do it. We want to go to deer camp. We want to go out, spend some time in God's creation, and get that outdoor time unwind a little bit. But also, ultimately, we like to be successful. It's a win whether we are or not, but if we are successful and we get to hopefully put some food on the table, there's some things that we probably should do that will help make that meat as fresh, as tender as it possibly can be once we get ready to eat it. So which is why we got you on. You've processed many, many, many deers over the years. What are some precautions we want to take? And let's start right from the time you find that deer and you come up on it, what's the first thing we need to do before we get our knives out and start thinking about field dressing? Yeah, just uh, um, you can always just make sure that uh, the deer is where you want it to. You can you can haul it, and of course, don't forget to do your, uh, your deer tag and your registry. That's always important to get that done out of the way so you don't uh, forget and going down the road and realize that you didn't have your um, tag on the deer a little bit of prep work before you go out, you know, it never hurts to be optimistic and bring with the equipment that you might need if you're successful taking a deer. So I always like to keep in my pack, you have your nice sharp knife and uh, a small handsaw is helpful. And of course a jug of water, you know, take a gallon of water. Um, I always start out with it, uh, just hot water from the tap and, that can be so nice on the cold days if you happen to have a thermos or a jug of warm water with. Just make sure that you're prepared when you go out, bring the equipment with that you need. You know, Ryan, one thing I'd like to add that I always make sure I have with me uh, in case I ended up harvesting something is I always bring a couple Ziplocs because I, oh, like, yeah. I like to save some of the internal organs, to yep. save the livers, and I like to save the heart. And I know a lot of people save a lot of different things. But a lot of that stuff's left in the gut pile, and if you don't got some place to put it, uh, you're going to be tempted to leave it out there, which isn't necessarily a good idea. Oh yeah, so many times I've I've been in the woods and you're holding, say like the heart or like say the different uh, different bits of your gutting, and oh man, where do I put this? So yeah, a couple of gallon Ziploc bags in your in your uh, hunting pack is great, and you know even for the uh, say your knife and stuff, if you don't want to put it back in your sheath with that, you know how that deer fat cakes up on your knife and i always like to throw my knife in that one of those same ziplocs too hey here's a question now you know we've come to this sort of habit on our farm and we, we kind of assess the situation do 
is it your recommendation to always do the field dressing right on site where you recover the animal or we've kind of found sometimes if it's in the swamp or someplace where it's uh, not conducive to doing that field dressing, we'll, we'll make sure, of course, like you said, that we'll tag the deer, but then we'll, we'll maybe throw it in the back of a pickup or a ranger, bring it back closer to camp. We've got a little area that's off to the side and out of the way and, and do our field dressing there. Is there any, I mean, it's nice to get it done as soon as you, as soon as you can, but if you have uh you know, a better facility or just a better area, somewhat close it can wait a little bit but it's preferred to get it done soon if you find that deer soon after and and uh, can haul it to a better spot before we go much further we need to uh, really get into the cutting part because that is really the reason why we wanted to get you on because that's kind of your expertise so what once yeah. once we have a deer um we got it hanging we got it we got it scun what things do we need to do before or what are the first things we want to do when we go to quartering that deer out? So, of course, having a few sharp knives around, you know, the sharper the knife, the better. It's uh, so much safer for trying to push through, uh, you know, say the hide, stuff like that, so you're not using so much force. And then after you skin the deer, what we like to do, too, is take, a, um, say, a weed burner or a torch of some sort and just barely touch the outside of the animal. So all those those hairs that happen to get on the outside they'll they'll shrivel up and burn up into just a tiny little ball or fall right off and that that makes it so much easier down the line instead of picking off those little hairs so you want to do that before you rinse the animal too after it's wet they the hair sticks a little bit more as it's dry just hit it with the torch and and uh rinse it it's not necessary but it's it it's definitely nice and then rinse rinse the whole thing down real nice if you have uh uh, water source around or just chugs of water, whatever it takes to get that animal nice and clean before you uh, start processing it. Of course, having a clean working surface is always always nice. And, um, you know, some people use some cardboard or whatever if you have a workbench that's not necessarily clean enough for processing food on. You know, it's good to remember the whole way along that you're going to be eating it. So whatever is, uh, if there's any questionable pieces or say like the area around the shot, make sure to trim that off. And, you know, there's always a possibility of some, bo- some uh, either bone or um, lead fragments in the area. So around the shot, just go ahead and trim around that pretty good. Great advice yeah. to get that stuff cleaned up. Um, so when you're going to quarter it, what are, you know, especially now with some of the travel restrictions, I assume you just take the back straps out and then cut the quarters off. Is there anything else that I'm missing? If you take a saw, you know, and it can be a small hand saw, whatever, but um, the front shoulders will come off pretty fairly easy with a, just with a knife. You know, the rest you can saw. Otherwise, you know, some people just do the whole, whole deer as it hangs and just trim off everything that you, uh, you know, trim all the meat off and, you know, make one pile for your uh, uh, burger because there's always going to be some trims to grind in the burger. You know, a lot of people too will take that that burger and freeze it to process that at a later date because you don't want to you don't want to bite off more than you can chew when you're starting to uh, to process. So to where you get rushed, they so have a have a little bit of a idea of what you all want and your package sizes, stuff like that. Have your packaging ready. You know, in the packaging, that's there's plenty of options out there for that too that could uh be anywhere from vacuum sealed to 
um, say butcher paper or even Ziploc bags, make sure too to to uh, label all your all your cuts as you package them because later on down the road it's kind of hard to tell what's in that package when you <laughs> take it out of the freezer. Yep, La- label but, the cuts and with the year on it just in case. Uh, oh, absolutely. You, you find something in the bottom of the freezer that you didn't know was there. All right, Ryan. Yeah. We we got to get moving. The segment's over. Um, we really appreciate you coming on Gone Outdoors, and we hope that uh, you're going to be able to do at least one or two of those deer for your own family this winter, this fall as well. So, uh, Absolutely. I yeah. hope so. Thank yeah. you guys for having me on. Yeah, good luck out there, my friend, and thank thank you again. Uh, special thanks to our Gone Outdoors show sponsors, Raysport Marine, Adventure RV, Lakeland General Store in Dunville, Minnesota, Devil's Lake Tourism, Linux of Fargo. Thank you for tuning in to Gone Outdoors. Follow along when you hit the water or the woods with Gone Outdoor Podcasts, kfjo.com, kwsn.com, kelo.com, or on Apple Podcasts. Visit us at breweragreoutdoors.com and follow us on social media. Until next week, from Scotty and Kyle, we will be gone outdoors.